What's up, Rebels? Welcome to the first episode of The Skills in Action. We are so pumped to have you here. And of course, if you listen to the trailer and this rebrand of our podcast, then you know that we're not just a podcast. We're a community and we're a movement. So hopefully if you're listening to this episode, then you have already joined the Skills community, particularly if you're a high schooler or a gap year student and you have a different mind. We are so pumped to be bringing you this very first conversation between myself, Hannah Williams, and my co-host, Shweta Tandri, who is absolutely phenomenal. And in today's episode, we're going to walk you guys through the, the, the real why behind why all of this started, why we're starting this show, and also the 10 commandments of the Diskills community, which if you haven't checked out our manifesto, you could do that at diskills.io forward slash manifesto. And uh, yeah, we're this is going to be a, a, a real dialogue podcast, as we talked about in the trailer. So that means these episodes are not edited. They're not short and 10 minutes long, some of them will be longer, some will be shorter, but in essence, you're gonna hear a real conversation between two humans. And really what I believe is that podcasts are the last frontier for real dialogue. And oh my gosh, we as Gen Zers need way more of this. We're so used to scrolling through TikTok and our dopamine just absolutely out the roof. And I don't know about you guys, but sometimes that is exhausting. So this should be refreshing. These are real conversations between real people. All of our episodes will feature that, whether it's a leader who's gonna help mentor us and talk about their pathway of following their different, how they took a rebel journey to success, or it's a fellow Gen Zer from our community. We're bringing Gen Zers like you up on stage from our community and featuring your stories, what you're doing to make a dent in the world, make an impact, and we're just excited to jump in. So without further ado, (laughs) you don't wanna listen to my intro anymore, we are going to jump in. So close those test prep books and open up your ears because we're diving deep with me and my amazing co-host, Shweta Tantri. You're listening to Diskilled in Action, the show that says no thanks to traditional mindsets and heck yes to building the skills that matter in the real world. So whether you're already a rebel making impacts and building your impact portfolio or you're impact curious, there's something here for you. We're not just a show, we're a community, we're a movement. So join the conversation at diskills.io forward slash community right now. Thank me later. I, I'm so pumped to kick this off, Shweta. Like, this has been a long time coming. It, I don't know about you, but like, to me, it feels like since we started the community in May, the past few months have both flown and also been super, super slow because so much has been jam-packed in here. Oh yeah, for sure. I had a lot of summer classes, so that's why I felt like things were kind of short and long. We had the Innovators Cup, and I'm so happy to. I was so happy to see the entries and who won. I had a lot of things on my um, business side as well. So yeah, there there were a lot of things that happened, but it was all really good things. Yeah, no kidding. I I'm so 
pumped that like we're getting to do this together and like imagine we only met like what a year and a half ago less than a year and a half ago no I think it was like a year ago or because like or a little bit more than that because you reached out to me I think in either July or August of, of 2022 I, I don't remember but I remember I was like gearing up back to go to school and I was stressed and I think we found each other through the conversationalist that's how we talk about like the conversationalist bringing people together we should totally give a shout out to Sophie Sophie Barron yeah. and the team Sophie Barron is amazing I remember I joined the conversationalist in uh, November of 2020 so I've been a community member for almost three years now and one thing that's really cool about the community is like bringing people from different points of view. I love all their events, including and we're live, like what they do every Monday and just like all, all their hangouts. And I remember things got like pretty heated in the community several times. So I did have to step back at some points and I need to become a more active member again because a, a lot of other things came up. But yeah, that online communities are the best for meeting people because it's not just TC I met a lot of amazing people through like business courses like mentorships like masterminds all those kind of things so true and like I feel like in high school especially just going back for me a few years like if I had had access to the same level of digital community that I have now like things could have been so different or so much faster and like it's, I know you and I were talking about this the other week, like it's crazy to me how we're only six connections away from anyone else in the world. Like, you know, let's name some of the crazy ones. So like what, I, I'm i a second connection away from Lil Uzi. Oh my God, yes. When my brother found out about that, he was really, really surprised and very thrilled because he just loves listening to, to Lil, Uzi, Lil Uzi. What are when- some of yours that you're like, you're you're like, oh my gosh, I'm like second or third connections away. Well, I mean, I, like, I don't know if I know like any like super famous people, but I guess one thing that I can talk about is just like the um, amazing like power of connections. So basically I won this business competition held by um, Haley Hoffman Smith, who was one of my mentors. Like she, she became my mentor after I won the contest, but basically she's like probably like 26 years old and she's like a six figure entrepreneur who's living in New York City. And I just love her vibe. Anyway, I, like after I, I won the contest, uh, like an, another person reached out to me a, a couple of months later, and she is also an entrepreneur who's a few years older than me, and she's also pretty amazing. And through her, she recommended to me my therapist, whom I had for a few months, and she said that she worked with like really, really like some micro celebrities and business leaders. I mean, I, I don't know the exact names, but that's pretty cool. And then her daughter is my tutoring client. So do you see like all, all the chain of events that happen, like starting way, crazy. Back, starting way back in 2020? And I guess I, I I would even kind of argue that like how we met also had a huge chain of, chain of events because of how I discovered the conversationalist. That was a whole like timeline. That, that, Wait, that how be- did you discover them? So I didn't have social media until 26, uh, until I was 16. So I joined really late. And the only reason I got social media was I started this like environmental quote unquote nonprofit, like, you know, back when everyone's just starting projects just to get into just to get into college and they're not really too worried about impact or any of that. Anyway, like I started that and and through Instagram, they have a thing called um, recommended accounts. And one of them was something called the Queen Bee Project, which was 
founded by someone who was runner-up in the spelling bee and I knew her because my friend got fifth place in that same contest uh, anyway she won this award I think called like top 10 like social entrepreneurs and that was the same list that the conversationalist was on yeah this was like either late 2019 or early 2020 and then I started following them for about a year until I decided hey I want to apply to their to the list which was the contest that they have every year to determine like to highlight some awesome Gen Zers I applied in 2020 and to qualify, you have to join the community. So I joined. I ended up not getting the list in 2020, but if I did, I feel like I wouldn't have met you because of the reason we both met was that we both won in 2021 and I wouldn't have applied to 2021 if I won in 2020. So (laughs) that's crazy. And we were both disruptors, right? Under the disruptor category. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, that's so cool. But just, it goes to show like, connections are literally everything. I was talking to some friends this morning about how like they're, they're like job searching and they've, they've got degrees and they've done everything quote unquote, right. You Uh know, right. They've done, they've done everything. Their parents said they went to college, they got a degree they They wanted to get it in a field they loved. And now they're literally struggling to find a job because they haven't spent time making connections like you and I have in all these digital communities with peers, with mentors. And so now they're having to like, you know, at 24, 25, go back and start at ground zero on the connection side. And it just goes to show like, oh my gosh, like there's so much we can do to advance our life that we think is, you know, we think we should be learning technical things. Instead, it's like, no, 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 we should be connecting with more people, like learning from them and getting skills that actually matter that we can use to make impacts and then use that story that we develop on the impact side to tell about what we can do. Exactly. Connections are super, super important. And I guess from my experience of, or, or, of um, getting into it, a lot of my best connections that I've made were like people that I developed like a good friendship with, or at least like having a relationship with them where I didn't really expect anything in, in return. And they also didn't expect anything in return. And we're just kind of like, we enjoyed each other's company. And I feel like once we kind of make connections like that, that are like more genuine, then it might lead to things faster than networking strictly professionally. I mean, yeah, you can network professionally as well, but the, it shows that like different types of connections can give you, can get you the same results. Like it, there's no like right or wrong way to do it, you know? So true. Like, and you've, as an example, have done an amazing job connecting through Instagram and like based on your content. And then I've seen the most success on LinkedIn because I started that when I was, oh gosh, I want to say I had the idea for my Gen Z consulting company when I was 21, 20 or Mm -hmm. 21, I was at a conference. And of course the conference was sponsored by LinkedIn. And they were talking about how LinkedIn's the last social media platform that's not completely saturated. And there's a huge opportunity for creators and all of this. So I started creating content and that's where I've seen, oh my gosh, like almost every, every friend I now have that I am super close with from a professional side came through a combination of like LinkedIn, me bringing them on my podcast, all of these different things. And it's just cool to see how wherever you choose to put your energy, that if you put it there consistently and you always show up for people and you add value to them, like you said, like not expecting anything in return, then you're going to get value back out at some point exactly you know um it's all about just kind of like 
appreciation I guess that's the word I used to describe everything like if I hang out with someone because I genuinely I genuinely appreciate their company like I I'm gonna be happy no matter what happens you know and and also we need to like demystify like different social media sites because like a lot of Gen Zers think that LinkedIn is cringe including my brother I have to tell him no and a, and a lot of people think that Instagram is just a place to like share pictures but like I've one time I've secured like three thousand dollars worth of clients in like one week like that through instagram just for me like dming people and like fostering good relationships you know so yeah yeah it's powerful and so so talking about like this community and this show that we're like launching together which i'm so pumped we're doing this together because it really goes to show not just the power of like connections but how if we use communities like this that are like Gen Zers actually looking to make impacts instead of just study for tests, like yeah. that, these are our people. Like these are, these are the people who are going to make waves in the world and not just the ones who are content to just follow the traditional pathway. And yeah. we're, we're going to have like some awesome guests on this season of the show. I literally can't wait. I know I was telling you about Nicola and also um, Rebecca Miller's coming on in a few weeks. And we've got mm -hmm. some awesome business leaders coming on as well, who are going to like speak into our lives. I was actually talking to Chris Lockhead the other day, and he mm -hmm. was just sharing with me how, you know, he started his podcast, Follow Your Different, because it's about like, he was basically trying to find people like him who literally didn't take a traditional pathway. And he got kicked out of school when he was in high school. Um, he literally got kicked out because he was that bad of a student. Um, oh. Yeah, so he got kicked out. And then he ended up being like this incredibly successful person in business. And his book just got ranked one of the top three marketing books of all time by Adobe. So anyway, just like helping people understand that like a traditional path is exactly that. It's a traditional path. It's not mm -hmm. the only way. And for most people, it's not the best way either um, has been huge. So anyway, I'm really curious. I know we've talked about this a lot, but like when you and I first started talking about this idea of like transforming the way that our schools work around the idea of impacts and getting to skills before degrees, like what went through your head initially? Like what got you so pumped? What got me so pumped was that like, it kind of mimicked my own journey of, of being a founder and how I feel like it was just a bunch of lucky circumstances, I guess, that allowed me to kind of start it because school kind of it took away a lot of the things that made me special, you know, like, cause all we hear all the time in school is like, oh, you need to get like a 4.0 GPA. You need to get like a 97 or above. We need to like, you know, apply to these colleges. And like, I knew, like, I, I knew that it would be like easiest for me to just do what everyone else was saying, but something deep within me felt like that was just not the place for me. And like, when I got social media, that's when I found out that there was a whole world beyond just my school. And through seeing all the amazing art that other people were doing, I finally took incentive to actually create something that I wanted to, to make impact how I saw fit. Some, like I just felt like doing it one day because I saw other people who were starting amazing things. So I knew it was possible. And so, but the thing is what happened with me is that these past three years were not easy at all. I ran into obstacle after obstacle after obstacle and I didn't really have a support network. So, so that's why it's like, if a bunch of other students are like having this awakening together, they won't really feel as alone. 
and you know they would be able to like i don't know quadruple quintuple their impact and also they can start thinking about their future in a much like broader term and not instead of just thinking about like what's if i, if I get into college just getting into college you know because yeah. i watched, i watched never have i ever with my roommate yesterday we're finishing season four and this is like not spoiler related at all but 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 i guess one thing that Davy said when she ended up visiting Princeton was I guess she realized that a lot of people were so focused on getting into college that they don't spend enough time thinking about what happens next but if you're building something building you know continues forever you, you like your journey of impact making impacts that continues forever learning about yourself continues for forever we, we want people to take a lifelong journey instead of just saying hey I, I got into college I'm done. I don't know what to do after that. Because we all know life goes on anyway. So why should we stop? Oh my gosh, that is so true. And like, so perfectly said, because never have I ever, honestly, like the, what happened in Davy's journey, I know, of course they took some liberties with how things work, but oh my gosh, that's exactly what happens to most of us. It's like, we spend our entire lives preparing for tests to get us into college and then we think like college is a destination instead of a stepping stone. And we end up getting super disappointed. Like a lot of my friends I'm talking to now who graduate and realize, oh my gosh, I have one of the like 10 pillars of success. I've got a degree, but do I have anything else? Exactly. You know, and I feel like a lot of things that we're doing in high school, it burns us out so early. I feel like since we're putting college so high, uh, like sure, like college is definitely like a viable option if you want to take it but 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 I feel like a lot of us put it in the center of our lives so much at the cost of our mental health because even going back to never have I ever one of the characters who was like apparently like Davy's idol who got into Princeton she couldn't she was so burnt out from high school that she couldn't handle a college workload and she was lost and wasn't sure what she wanted to do with her life and so she ended up having to drop out and like, I guess she had a job as like a bartender or something. Like, I guess there's nothing wrong with whatever path you want to take. But I'm just saying that like, if you're going to burn yourself out, don't like burn yourself out without it, it being something contributing to something, you know, creating an impact or like something that you can keep carrying on instead of doing one thing and then just stopping everything. I don't know if I said that right, but like, I just connected, no, that's with, great. That. I just connected with that story a lot because I burnt out. But you know, I mean, I also built something as well. So I'm using that to fuel me through college instead of like putting all my worth on my grades. So <laughs> I think that's honestly the ticket is we're like taught from as early as like ages nine or 10 that a good GPA and good test scores are pretty much what defines our worth. Uh -huh. And I don't think like, I don't think parents or, or teachers do this intentionally I think the system does, but like, I don't think our leaders do it to us intentionally, but there, we can't help have that mentality of either. I'm yeah. a great student. I've got really great grades. I'm going on the right path, quote unquote, and I'm headed on, you know, college readiness path, or I'm the dumbass who couldn't get, you know, couldn't keep up with my grades and nothing's ever going to be like nobody wants to pour time into me. And it's like, it feels very, very black and white when really anyone has the chance to like take skills outside the classroom and make impacts in the world that speak volumes on their applications for colleges or for internships. Like you and I talk about all the time. It's like this whole idea that 
if we just take the traditional path, no longer are we just setting ourselves up for, you know, success that would have been successful like 50 years ago. We're actually, for many of us, setting ourselves up for failure by taking a traditional path because we're not recognizing that today's world is built on connections, like your success is built on your connections, the Mm -hmm. amount of impact you're able to make, whether it's inside of a company, inside of your own business, or like in your community, like literally the world revolves around impacts. And yet we're told you can't make an impact until you've gone through college and then you'll get hired and then you'll make an impact. And then, but, and, and I'm saying this for all the high schoolers, like you don't realize what's on the other side, which is most of the time when you get into an internship, you're going to be doing meaningless worthless things like tasks because they don't think you can add value. So like you have to show you can make impacts earlier or you're not going to get meaningful opportunities in your career. And I watch a lot of professionals stay stuck for years because they don't understand the value of impacts. Yeah. I was just about to say whenever you're like, well, when you were like, oh, you only teachers are like, or leaders are like, oh no, you only need like this, this amount of like skills, expertise, all of that to make an impact in my head. I was just like, says who? (laughs) I feel like with what school is doing, like it's teaching us how to like follow instructions to a T, but like, I guess with the whole concept of like rubrics and things like that, so much so that if we spend a lot of time following instructions, whether that be from school or even like people that you trust, I guess, who like, who just like dictate every decision of your life. When you go to college, you're like, well, what do I do now that no one's really telling me what to do? So I think that that's why it's important that while you also listen to like instructions that people say, it's also important to know how to take control and create your own opportunities for yourself. Because the only one who's really in control of your future is you. So I guess the the sooner like everyone realizes that, the better things will be, you know? 100%. 100%. Okay. So since we're launching this community, this show to skills in action, like Mm -hmm. I wanted to talk through with you, like why we created this, like at, at its core, why are we doing this? And why are we watching like literally hundreds of students saying, oh my gosh, I resonate so much with this. Like I want to join other people who are making impacts, not just getting degrees. Um, And so I thought a cool way of us to like do this would be to go through our 10 commandments, our 10 to skills commandments, Um, but just this idea of what we're, what we really stand for and kind of dissect each of them. Because to be honest, Anyone who doesn't resonate with these commandments is not going to be a skills thinker. Like, it's just not a thing. You either love this or you hate it. And most people hate will hate this. Um, uh-huh. I talk to, I mean, as I know you do, like parents uh-huh. and students all the uh-huh. time who are like, no, 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 the traditional path's my jam. Like, I'm going that way. I'm like, hey, good for you, man. Like, go do your thing, whatever. This is like for the 1% of people who are, defiant and rebellious enough to say like I may still go to college or I may do whatever but I'm going to make impacts in high school I'm going to get to skills make impacts and not like settle for only getting good grades and tests so anyway you down with me to go through these commandments yeah uh let's go through all of them (laughs) okay okay so commandment number one 
is the idea of skills over scores. I don't, we've talked about this a little bit. So um, commitment number one is skills over scores. So do you want to add any anything to that? Oh, yeah. So it's like scores can only get you so far, but skills can get you the, the extra mile. And I know what you're probably thinking. You're like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm just in high school. Like, what skills could I possibly have? You definitely have some. You're just not aware of it. Like, you have a lot of, like, experience and expertise by just being yourself. I feel like somebody needed to hear that. I was just, I was going to add to that with, like, an example and say, you know, I feel like a lot of us as high schoolers, and I certainly felt this way, like, I, in high school, because I'm, I'm 25 now, But when I was like 17 or 18, trying to figure out what to major in, my dad and I, I remember we were sitting down at an Indian restaurant, uh, like an Indian buffet. It was not as good as your family's, Shweta, (laughs) not as good as their food, Um, but it was good. And I was like chatting with my dad about the major I wanted. And I'm pretty sure, don't quote me on this, but it was some weird major like humanities and family international studies, something nobody ever is going to know what it even means. It was like some new major at a college I was looking at and I thought it sounded interesting. So I was like, maybe I should do, you know, this major. And my dad said, you know, you should probably, if you don't know what you want to major in, just get something generic, you know, get a business degree because you can take it anywhere. And in hindsight, I'm glad I took my dad's advice because I did go to college. But in hindsight, imagine if instead of hearing that from my dad, I could have been in a community that was sharing with me things like, hey, if you don't actually know what to major in or you don't know what to do, put the pause button on college for a second. And let's think about what are some skills you could actually learn in high school off of YouTube or being in a community like this. Like go on YouTube, figure out something you enjoy, use ChatGPT to help you uncover your interests and then find something and use it on a local business. Cause you're going to figure out really quickly what you enjoy and what you don't enjoy by using it on a real business. Well, I mean, I have to testify because the exact same thing kind of happened to me because I didn't know what I wanted to do in college. And then my dad is like, you know, choose something generic, just like what your dad said. And since my dad is doing like computer science and technology related stuff he was obviously biased towards that I was like no way I'm not gonna do computer science just because you told me to but I joined this like program which it's called code with classy by the way they're like really amazing if you're if you're a girl between ages 13 to 18 like you should check it out it's totally free where you where they teach you how to code like a website or an app or whatever in two weeks so like I learned how to do that and then afterwards, I reached out to like nonprofits and stuff and asked if I could code their websites for them. Granted, it was free. And then later I started charging a little bit. Afterwards, I realized that this was pretty fun. And so that's why I decided, you know what, even though my dad told me I'm going to major in CS, now I actually wanted to. So to the that, surprise- But Shweta, that, that's key. Like what I heard you say is you took this program, Coding with Classy, you built an app or a website, but you didn't stop there. That's what most students do is they stop there. What I heard you say is you went out to nonprofits and started saying, Hey, can I design your website now? Like that's the impact. And, and most of us in high school are content to say, I'm just going to leave my skills in the classroom. I'm going to get a good grade, you know, again, skills over scores, but I'm going to get a good score. And then I'm just going to leave it there and go to college. And it's Mm -hmm. like, 
oh my gosh, you're missing out on so much, like so much learning. You're missing out on the communication. You're missing out on like getting to know what a business needs. And, and those are more important. Any, any leader will tell you those are more important skills to have than the actual coding of the website. Definitely. And keep in mind, I was 17 when I did this. So I was like an incoming senior in high school. So I was a high school student when I did it. And I didn't know anything about coding because my because co- my high school co- uh, coding classes didn't really teach me anything. But it's what I learned in Code with Classy and on YouTube that helped me a lot more. Um, yeah. So it's really not that hard is the point, right? Like it's not that hard to say, what skills am I even slightly interested in? that I could use to make a real impact in the world or even just learn them off YouTube and then practice on them. And if I can do that, like I can focus on skills in real life and not just on getting good scores. Definitely. Uh, I guess we can move on to the second commandment, which is progress or perfectionism. This is one that I insisted that we added on to here. Because I'm so I'm glad be- you did. Because I believe that not that many communities or groups like focus on making mistakes. I think that this might be something that like uh, affects like girls a bit more than guys, but I feel like a, like almost everyone goes through this where we feel the need to be like super like perfect, cross all our I's, dot all of our T's and get mad at ourselves if we make a mistake and think if, if it's something wrong with our worth. But honestly, mistakes are just, you know, a part of life. We're human. We all make them. And if we don't make mistakes, how are we going to evolve? How are we going to change? How are we going to grow? So we believe that mistakes are essential to grow. And that's why we want to provide that space in our community where we're more open about our mistakes and how imperfect we are. Because that's also one of like one of the beef I have with social media is that no one talks about it. And even if people talk about it, it might seem fake in some ways. But this community is not social media. We're like super authentic, you know, and we want to encourage people to talk about making mistakes so people would people won't beat themselves up over it or quit entirely because of one or two mistakes they make. This is so gold. And I was, I was talking to Aurora Street who won the GPT Innovators Cup this summer. And she was sharing with me, like, you know, in school, whether it's a sport or a project, like we're all taught that if you don't do something perfect the first time, then you're a failure. And maybe that pressure is coming from the way that the classes run, or sometimes it's from our peers or bullies or whatever. Like we're taught, if you make a mistake, you're going to get made fun of it for years. Or oh. it's sometimes simply this, the small fact that like we've been drilled into in our heads so often that if we don't score perfect scores, if we don't get good grades, whatever, then we're, that then we're worthless. And yeah. It's so easy for our brains to take that to the extreme. Like that is so incredibly hard. And that's a, like a lifelong journey. So anyway, to your point, like this is huge, huge goal that like, this is a space in our, in our community, this show, like we want to encourage you, encourage people to make mistakes and to strive for progress over perfectionism and to encourage resiliency because that's like the, that's literally how life works. Like that is, there's not a single human alive who doesn't have to experience the loss of a job or a a relationship or the, the feeling of failure. If you, you know, start, you, you put all of your, your cards on something and it completely fails. Um, I talk about like my big Amazon business flop, like that was massive. We'll get into that on a later date, but like the, these mistakes are part of like becoming who we are and you're so right. Like social media does not foster that at all. And I I remember I was talking to 
one of my friends when I was at a very low point in my business and I was like hey I, like ever since I started this business three years ago they're just a bunch of highs and a bunch of lows and like I do I don't remember that much existing before I started my business and she's like she said business or not you entered the real world and so like and in the rest of your life ups and downs will happen and even if you leave like it'll, it'll still be there but I feel like a lot of us just school is just sheltering us way too much like that's why when I join social media later I'm like I'm glad I'm out of whatever bubble I was in yeah it, it definitely is and we just want to like pop it early you know by saying hey it's okay to make mistakes go ahead we'll I love that <laughs> pop it early yeah pop like it. started at 15 16 17 like don't wait um okay so commandment number three is courage over conformity what, what's yeah. your thoughts so I believe that like um maybe this was just my experience in like a school environment but the, like the, there's always this like peer pressure to try to like be like what everyone else be what everyone else is like what everyone else likes for fear of being disliked and yeah I I will say that like extreme dislike or hate is definitely a problem if people try to like publicly hate someone like that's definitely not okay but I feel like we do like limit ourselves if we don't like say our full opinions and from personal experience I'm saying that if you have haters when you're starting something new it probably means that you're doing something right and you will learn like like once you start something and then you see like how everyone reacts to it like being bold and being okay with having haters or like having people who dislike what you're doing or like it's definitely a step but after a while you'll kind of realize like who and what matters more and who will always be there for you and you'll be fine just being unapologetically yourself which is what everyone needs exactly. to do and I feel like a lot of people later on in life have regrets about like not doing what they actually wanted to do because of what other people think but at the end of the day it's your life so yeah no that's so good and for me it's like helpful as as we were building this community model and what we really stand for one of the phrases that kept coming to mind is this idea of different is always better than better uh-huh. and I feel like sometimes in especially in high school we're so caught up in this game this mental game of always how can I be, I be better than my peers? How can I be better than the other people who are applying to, you know, whatever college? How can I be better, better, better? And we get so caught up in the better, we forget. Actually, what we need to do is be different. Like different is the only thing. That's the only, only um, currency we have that sets us apart in any type of application. Or honestly, I can speak from the side of being in corporate as well. Like I got my first internship at 17. I got started in corporate at 18 years old. And I just remember for years, like struggling to figure this out and then realizing, wow, like leaders, when they're hiring people, they're looking for people who have the courage to stand out and be different, who are able to add like real value to their companies and not the ones who just did what everyone else said they should have, you know, get the degree, get the good grades, blah, 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 look really good on paper. And then who get into the office and literally have no creative ideas. So we, we have to be like, as a community, we, you know, me and Shweta really are leading us toward a space where 
we encourage each other to stand out in our bold differences. And by different, we're not just talking about like differences in ethnicity or gender or anything like that. Like we're talking about how do you be different in in the type of path that you follow? Like how do you be different in, in the courage it takes to stand out and do go against the grain of like what your school's telling you is the key to success? Definitely. And also, if none of what we both said convinced you, I will say this. If you're just trying to be better, that's a game you'll never win because there's always going to be someone better in some way. I guess if you're thinking that way. But if you're talking about being different, about being yourself, you're literally one of a kind. There's There hasn't been anyone like you and there never will be. So just like hone in that. And also, we definitely need to like bring this to the forefront of the community. And like with what we're doing with bringing leaders on, that's what we're going to do. If like telling people in the community exactly what like people who are hiring are looking for you know because it's like we like we want people who, who like make impacts instead of just like following a certain thing so it's really cool that we're helping people like realize how the the world works I guess beyond this little bubble that we all start out in the, so good the next one of our four commandments is number four um impact now so this is we we've already mentioned this before we're like you don't have to wait until you're older or like a certain age to make a real impact in the world on real businesses. Um, I got my first paid internship at 18, but I've been trying to make impacts ever since I was like 16. (laughs) So yeah. And I love that about you, Shweta, because I, when I was in high school, I knew of pretty much no one who was making real impacts in high school. And as my like world expanded with, with social media and with LinkedIn, I began to see more people like this, but it still is really, really rare. And I, you know, I, we lead like these workshops, right. Where we talk about how to land paid experience in high school and build connections early. And one of the students who left the last workshop texted me and said, you know, this is all great, but it sounds like really complicated. And, you know, I think it's interesting because when we are talking, and we'll get into this more in like future episodes about how easy this can really be. But when you think about making impacts in the real world, the first one is always going to be the hardest. So like Shweta, your example of like you reaching out to nonprofits saying, hey, can I code your website for you? I would imagine that the first reach out was probably the scariest because it's like, what if they say no? What was your experience? Oh, okay. I, I guess a more accurate experience would be like when, like in 2022, when I was like 19, where I was reaching out to companies to get like brand deals and stuff. Because for, for like the nonprofits, this is way back in the COVID era. You got to understand that everyone then was creating projects. So there was an overflow of nonprofits and one of them was literally my friend. So I just texted her and asked and she said, yes. That's awesome. But you had that connection early. Yeah. But when I was like, I can probably tell the story about, you know, when I was reaching out to companies for brand deals, because that was where I had to completely start from scratch. And I think it took me like what, like 10 or five rejections to finally get someone who said yes to my $2,000 package for a month. And that was a lot to me as, as a 19 year old who was making money online. But it took a lot just to get to that yes. So yeah, no, that's so good. And in and that's the thing is like when we say the fourth commandment is impact now, it's like a lot of us again keep pushing it off and saying, well, wait, we'll wait until after college. We'll wait until after our first internship. We'll wait, we'll wait, we'll wait. And yet the people who were ahead of us and standing out are the ones who've who've chosen to say, no, now is the time. Like I'm 15, 16, 17, I'm going to make an impact 
literally right now in my community. And I'll touch on one other thing. So uh, sometimes, you know, people will come and join our community and start interacting and they'll say things like, you know, well, I don't want to be an entrepreneur as a career. And we will have to say things like, um, you don't have to be an entrepreneur. Like this is not about owning a business like me or like Shweta. I mean, heck, Shweta, I know you were saying you applied for an internship a little while ago, which is amazing. Like you might go do a few years in corporate. You might do whatever. The key is your life options are multiplied just like mine were because we both took untraditional paths. And so literally all, all this does by impacting now, like choosing to say, I'm going to make an impact now in high school. I'm not too young is choosing to say, I'm going to take control of my career path and do something that is of value to a business or a nonprofit and use that to really showcase to my future employers, how much I've already accomplished So like, this is not about starting a business. It's like doing impact projects or what our community is all about. And like, what we're going to be talking about on this show is like the opportunity for all of us to make real impacts in our communities and our digital communities early. So anyway, that that's like a point of contention. Okay. Our fifth commandment is community over competition. My experience with competition in high school led to a lot of hostility because we were back when like people were trying to like figure out who was what rank. And I, re- I remember there was this one group in high school that were, um, th- they were trying to get resources from, from teachers and classes to cheat. And if one person didn't uh, fulfill their end of the bargain, all the other people in the group would turn that person in. And like, this is like mafia type stuff, but this happened in high school. And there's also people who are like sabotaging each other. And for what? Like that is totally unhealthy and won't amount to anything. So instead, why don't we be the opposite by just uplifting? And since we already said in our previous commandment that it's all about being different, we're not really competing against each other anyway. So why don't we just uplift each other and truly support each other as we go on these different unconventional pathways? That's what we are. You said it perfectly. Let's move on to six. Okay, so um, commandment number six is pathway inclusive. So what we are building here in this community in this show is we want to create a space and we, you know, you guys are a part of that. This is not just me and Shweta. It's not just our amazing innovators. Like every single person in this community and what we're building has a role to play in making sure that whatever path you choose to take, whether that's apprenticeships or a trade job or college or starting your own business, like me and Shweta, I think at this point, if I could count them, I've had one, two, three, four different career paths and I'm 25. (laughs) Like, and Shweta, how many have you had? Well, I guess like maybe like two or three. I, I don't know, like I'm still in college, so I've never like had a hardcore job before. It's literally just my business, um, this community, and maybe whatever I decide to do for internships and whatever tech projects I build on the side. It's amazing. So yeah, so like even just the two of us representing this, like we're taking multiple pathways. We both have businesses, but we have people in our community who are going to um, space camp next summer because they're interested in in being an astronaut. We have people in the community who are like learning how to... um, 
how to build their portfolio so they can be a go to like an apprenticeship program that pays for all their education while they're working. Like there's so many different types of pathways in this community. And we are so adamantly about all of them. Like we're about multiplying life options, but helping you make sure you have real world skills before actually dumping a boatload of money on a degree, for example, that you don't know where it's going to take you. Yeah, exactly. And with all of these skills and like, not just like the skills or services that you can offer a business, like even whatever skills you learn about yourself, like resilience, being able to like reach out to people, make the first move, all these things will help you no, no matter which pathway you choose so that you won't feel like you're boxed into one thing forever, because that's definitely not something I would want. The Being next- boxed in is actually like a huge problem because, you know, as we've seen, like with ChatGPT, for example, a lot of people are really, really scared about their jobs. And I'm talking about like Gen X and boomers, like they're really scared for their jobs because they've spent a long time in one career path. And then they are suddenly hitting a wall going, oh my gosh, like AI is taking over my job and I don't have any other types of skills versus if you take a path like me and Shweta or the other, you know, community members, then we actually get to multiply our life options, get skills in all these different areas. We've got the skills, right? And so like, if we've got the skills, it means we can play a little bit all over the different playgrounds of life and understand how to navigate them. And it's, that's pretty sweet. Like that sets you up for success wherever you go. Nice. Uh, well, I guess we already covered commandment seven over like so far, which is just different over better, which is what we already mentioned. So we can go into the next one, which is about forging your path. So we believe that everyone has the opportunity to learn from this community and carve out their own unique career path, however they want to do it, you know, just however you want to do it. We're here to support you. Awesome. And commandment number nine is digital tools, infinite potential. So we believe that native digitals, which are us, Gen Z, Gen Alpha, we literally have unlimited access to unlimited resources unlike any other generation before us. And we have the added benefit that we grew up with these tools literally in our, not just at the touch of our fingertips, but like in our minds, in our brains, they like shape how we think and how we work. And I don't know about you, Shweta, but I run into so many students who are like, well, I just, I don't really know how to, how to make an impact in the real world. Or like, I'll just wait for things because I don't have enough. Like, I I don't, I don't know how to do that, whatever that is. And I just go, bro, you have YouTube. Like, do you know how much you can learn on YouTube and TikTok? Like I consider myself a proud graduate of TikTok university because I've learned so much on these platforms. And like, If there's anything you want to learn, you can learn how to do it. And at a very high level, very fast, like there's so many tools now for no code apps, for no code design. You can learn how to, you know, like you were saying with coding um, or like the GPT innovators cup, as we saw this summer, people using chat GPT to literally code Chrome extensions and apps and like, there's so many resources out there. I don't care what you're interested in. You can learn how to do it. And yeah, it's going to be hard work. Like it might take you, you know, three months of, of spending an hour every single day to get to the point where you feel good about a skill you have, like where you feel good about your design skills or your ability to create mascots or your videography skills. 
Like it might take you a lot of time, but at the end of the day, it's free to learn it. And we just believe like, this is why this is such a a big commandment for us is like, we have infinite potential with the power of the digital world. And we're unstoppable, especially now that we have AI technology. And so literally the only thing that gets in our way is an excuse. Oh yeah. Speaking of that, like, I'm just going to provide one thing. So just for, just for reference, my parents spent like 10K on college counseling and like that did not help me at all. But but I guess one thing that I did was when I was 19, I was broke because all I did was I worked like, like, like this part-time job, but I decided I wanted to take this like four-figure course that I had to pay that, that, that they'll teach me how to like market myself better for brand deals and like grow my digital offers and stuff. I didn't pay up front. I paid monthly, but I made sure that I really wanted this. So I figured out a way to make it happen, you know? I was tired of like taking excuses and I didn't want to do that no more. And so far I've made like four times the return on investment on it at least. How many people can say they've made four times on their like college degree? I mean, it'll probably take a couple of decades probably. Well, I mean, and they're probably, they they had to pay their student loans first. Well, I guess, which is one thing I hate about college is that it's so freaking expensive. But I'll have to show you this graph because you'll maybe I already showed you as a uh, math person, you'll appreciate it. But my husband put it together because he's, you know, statistics are his thing. Anyway, he was looking at like adjusted for inflation, the cost of a degree versus the entry level salary for a degree. And in 19, the 1960s, the cost of a degree was roughly 41000 And the starting salary, this is all inflation adjusted, but the starting salary was like 46,000, something like that. All right. Okay. So it's like your starting salary is actually higher than the cost of your total degree. Well, guess how the, guess how the graph looks after that. (laughs) I'm I'm pretty sure the college degree, just like how much it cost for that rose exponentially while, I don't know, salaries increased linearly or something i I don't know 100 percent accurate salaries did not increase they literally they literally went down so adjusted for inflation the college degree went from forty-one thousand to over 120,000 for the same type of degree the average starting salary went from 46 down to 42 yeah well i guess colleges are businesses at the end of the day Uh, i guess a lot of us keep forgetting that yeah so like they will adjust their prices to, uh, I mean, they, they will like the price, if dollars inflate, so will college prices, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing is like, I we're, and I know we talk about this all the time, but it's really important for our community and for listeners to hear. We are not opposed to college. Sweet is in college. I have a college degree. What we're saying is when you actually look at the return on your investment, it's really important to consider if the degree I'm getting is not going to give me a return on my investment as quickly as I need. And if I don't know what I want to do and I haven't considered alternate options, maybe I should look at how I could get to skills before I get a degree. Yeah. And, and that's like, if, if everyone would do that and like in high school, get to skills, make impacts in their communities in on real businesses, they'll figure out where they want to go to college and what they want to major in much easier. Yeah, exactly. And if you have like, if you have the skills and you're making a, a good stream of, of money and making impact, you could use that to help you pay off your student loans too. You know, like I, I, I theoretically could, but, but I guess I'm fortunate enough to have a college fund. Uh, but otherwise I would use what I'm making to pay off student loans. So, so good. 
So good. Okay. Let's move to the final commandment, which is real world, real skills. So anything else? I know we've talked about this quite a bit through this conversation. So anything else you want to touch on? Um, I guess this just kind of like summarizes everything, but I, I guess what I can't wait for is like for impacts to really be, I don't know, the uh, currency of like evaluating like what you can bring to the table. Cause like I'm editing my resume right now to apply to a bunch of internships and mine looks more like, you know, an impact portfolio where I show like the impacts I've made on businesses instead of just listing things that I did, which is more like what conventionally a resume is supposed to be like. But we're hoping to flip that narrative around and focus so on and focus on impacts and make sure you do something impactful that you either like to do or you want to learn how to do or just grow your life experience in some way. So good. And I and again, so these are the 10 commandments that our community stands for, that our members are like super excited about. And we call our members rebels because we're we're all rebels by nature. And And I just want to highlight here, like, if these 10 commandments, if something like came up and you're like, oh my gosh, I have questions about that, then that's amazing. Like you should have questions and you should DM me and Shweta because we can help you with the journey. But if you're like, oh no, half of these are just complete BS. Like I'm not, I'm not vibing with that. Then you're probably not someone who's going to like really love our community because our community is here for the rebels, for the people who are making impacts in their communities or are curious about it. Like we don't want to leave out the curious people because, oh my gosh, I would have been that person on the sidelines, like, you know, 15, when I was 14 or 15, having no clue what was out there in the real world. And I needed a guide. And so that's what the community is here for is like, we can help each other. And Shweta and I are here as your chief rebels. And like, we can help guide you. So if you're curious about this community and, and these commandments, then don't let the fact that you haven't already made an impact in your community be a reason that you don't join this movement. Cause this is a movement. Like we're creating this movement of getting to skills, building impact in high school and not just settling for degrees and scores. Um, so anyway, if this gets you like super pumped up, like it got me and Shweta pumped up and brought us together, then we hope that you'll join us. We hope to see you there. <laughs> yeah. One last thing. And, and I'm curious if there's anything else you want to touch on Shweta, but I, um, I just wanted to go back to like, how you and I's journeys sort of collided. And cause I, you know, you think about the types of journeys you're on as a human and I never foresaw something like this in my future. Like I never thought we'd be leading a movement together. I never thought that this would be my pathway. I thought I'd be in corporate for, you know, 15, 20, 30 years doing different things, but I, I thought I'd be in corporate. Um, and I found out, you know, a few years in, that was not my jam. Like I, I did not want to be beholden to what other people thought was success or what other people thought was the right mission. And I, and I'm so incredibly passionate about what I'm getting to do now. So, um, what's like your, why, like what, what gets you excited about, just life in general and, and what from your journey uh, speaks to that. Okay. So there's two parts to this. One of it is, is my personal, like, like my life as it pertains to me and my life as it pertains to other people. 
So I guess how it pertains to me, I want to wake up every day feeling happy knowing that like I've gamed the system or at least like I, I don't have to do anything like, I don't know, tr traditionally, I can wake up one morning and decide like if I want to work today or like what I want to do today and I just do it and just live my free best life. And uh, so like, that's what I want personally, uh, like in terms of how, how it relates to other people, I want other people to be able to um, have the same kind of life I am in a way in which they have a lot of freedom, but at the same time, like they shouldn't really, I don't want anyone to feel like they're powerless to like whatever's happening around them because I know that a lot of current events nowadays are like, very, very intense. It can be easy for people to feel hopeless about their future and i don't want that for everyone but if there's something that if people can find their passion if they find out how fun it is learning can be that they can teach themselves anything so they can i don't know be creative make something to make themselves happy that way and impact their communities so that they don't have to be afraid of living a good life you know like that's kind of what um i think about every day so that's so yeah. good that's so good. I, um, what about just you? thinking about my why. Yeah. I, I get up every day and really I found that like my life purpose is helping unlock people's potential when they don't see it. Uh -huh. And I love just like watching people of any age discover, oh my gosh, like I can do that. And like helping them go down that journey of unlocking what they're capable of, because yeah. I feel like a lot of us, whether it's from how we were raised or what school put us through or from bad friends we had, like a lot of us believe a lot less about ourselves than what is actually true. Oh yeah. I've had my own fair share of, um, of, of just like interactions that made me question my own worth, but you know, it's all about realizing that you are you and no one can dictate who you are. Yeah. So good. Okay. So, um, I, I would imagine that most Gen Zers being Gen Zers, like we all are, have not listened this far in the episode. So if you are to this point, you get a gold star, you get a, you get a, a listening badge. Um, but anyway, so these are our, our 10 commandments. Shweta and I are here for you. This is obviously way more than just a show. This is the launch of a community, of a movement of students, and we're on a mission to help 1 million high schoolers graduate with an impact portfolio and be able to have that confidence that you can forge your own career path. And we're so like, so pumped to help, um, help students everywhere, like find that fulfillment. So anyway, we're going to be here every single week um, helping everybody figure out their career paths, figure out what they're interested in. And we can't wait to feature you as well. So if you're in the community, um, if you're not in the community, you should join, um, just go to diskills.io forward slash community and join us there into skills is just like it sounds it's d skills.io so go check us out go join the community if you're vibing with these commandments and if you are in the community we are always looking out for just complete superstars who are on their journey to figuring out how to gain the skills how to make an impact and we're going to be featuring you guys on um, upcoming episodes because this is the space where our community comes together we're we're going to be hearing from other Gen Zers who inspire us and also from leaders in our rebel rebel roundtables who can help take our skills to the next level based on what they've learned from their journey and being, you know, 20 years ahead of us. 
So yeah, Shweta, anything else you want to add before we wrap up? Uh, not really. Uh, as Hannah said, we're on a mission to affect 1 million high schoolers. If you're a Gen Z or listening to this, you could be in that group if you take that first step now. Awesome. Yeah. All right. See you next week. Thank you so much for listening to Skills in Action. We hope you were inspired to make an impact in your own community. If you enjoyed this episode, we sure would love it if you'd leave us a rating and review. It really helps us to reach more amazing Gen Zers with these messages. And if you're not a part of this movement in our community, then get yourself over to that website and join. Go to skills.io forward slash community. If you are a high schooler, gap year adventurer, or a Gen Z professional with a different mind. We'll see you next week here on The Skills in Action.